Reverend JJ back here at the Lotus Lounge. So delving more into the darkness of this insane world that we're living in at the moment. Everything's inverted and turned upside down. And today is Friday, November 4th, 2022. There's a lot happening and I imagine there's going to be a lot more exposed. We got all this insanity happening with this Pelosi ridiculousness. There are um, protests in Brazil. Uh, I saw that um, there was a no-fly zone that was implemented on Halloween, so um, 10:31, over uh, Mar-a-Lago. So like that West Palm area where uh, Trump's at, there's literally um, now the FAA instilled a no-fly zone. Why would they have a no-fly zone over Mar-a-Lago? What do you think that's about? Use your critical thinking. There's much happening behind the scenes. I'm not even sure if there's even going to end up being a election on the 8th. So there's a lot that's going to be coming out here over the next few days. And uh, I don't know. Just gotta sit back and wait and see. And fingers crossed, emergency broadcast system may potentially be happening. It is going to happen. So there is no doubt that that's gonna occur. So let me delve in a little bit more into um, the continuation of this series of episodes that I've been focusing on um, toxins and poisons and uh, various ingredients that are in our foods and products that we're all ingesting and it's causing us to get sick and contributing to all of these ailments that have been happening. So the FDA has approved these things. So this is a synthetic food dye that's being used and it's 1212 right now as I speak. So red 40 is approved by the FDA and in other countries these um, dyes are not put into their food. So we have, and I've talked about some of this before, but I'm just going to elaborate a little bit more today. So red 40, it's found in beverages, breakfast cereals, baked goods, um, candy, cosmetics, medicines. Did I say baked goods? (laughs) I'm going to repeat it again. Um, flavored yogurt, chips, gelatin, dessert, yellow five. It's found in soft drinks. Think of Mountain Dew. Baked goods, breakfast cereals, mustard, gelatin, desserts, pudding, ready-to-use frostings, dessert powders, candy, gum, cosmetics, medicines, pickles, honey, chips, 
and processed vegetables. Yellow six, found in breakfast cereals, sausages, baked goods, chips, orange soda, other beverages, hot chocolate mix, ready to use frostings, dessert powders, candy, gelatin, desserts, medicines, cosmetics, other foods. Blue number one, found in baked goods, ice creams, canned peas, jellies, candy, beverages, dessert powders, mouthwash, medicines, condiments, other foods. Red three, it's found in sausage casings, cake decorations, baked goods, canned fruits, maraschino cherries, candy, popsicles, medicines, other foods. Blue two, this is found in breakfast cereals, beverages, ice cream, candy, medicines. Green three, found in canned peas, other processed vegetables, fish, beverages, pudding, desserts, personal care, medicines, other foods, other candy, cotton candy, sorbet, sherbets, ice cream, personal care products, medicines. Red two, found only in the peels of some oranges. Orange B, found only in some hot dog and sausage casings. And then F, D, and C, lakes. They formed, this is formed by chemically reacting one of the above synthetic food dyes with another substance. So blue one lake, found in various foods and other products. So I've talked about the red dyes before, but I just wanted to reemphasize. If your child is getting some of the exposure to these food dyes, then it's possible that it's causing chromosomal damage and exposure to carcinogens. Researchers at Southampton University found that consuming certain synthetic dyes with preservative sodium benzoate increased hyperactivity in kids ages three to nine. These studies had never been diagnosed with ADHD. Oh, wait, sorry. Those studied had never been diagnosed with ADHD. So it's increasing hyperactivity, but they didn't look at kids that actually had the diagnosis of ADHD for that particular study. Red 40, yellow 5, and yellow 6 have all been found to contaminated with benzidine and other carcinogens at least four dyes blue one red 40 yellow six and yellow five cause hypersensitivity reactions 90% of dyes and foods are red 40 yellow five 
and six. Food dye consumption per person has increased fivefold in the United States since 1955. Researchers at Purdue University found that American children consume 100 milligrams a day of artificial food dyes as an amount that has never been studied. So red 40, the known dangers accelerates the appearance of immune system tumors in mice. It's suspected trigger of hyperactivity in children, impairs blood clotting, causes allergy reactions in some people, and it's contaminated with benzidine. Yellow five, which is also tartrazine, known dangers, can cause an allergy-like reaction, may cause mild to severe hypersensitivity reactions, genetic mutations, can cause behavioral changes such as irritability, restlessness, depression, and insomnia, and it's contaminated with benzidine, or benzidine, it's a carcinogen. Yellow six, known dangers, hyperactivity, kidney and adrenal gland tumors, contaminated with benzidine, again, a carcinogen, and can contribute to hypersensitivity reactions. Blue number two, hyperactivity, chromosomal damage, brain and bladder tumors, allergies, hyperactivity. Blue number one, chromosomal damage, hyperactivity, kidney tumors, asthma, brain gliomas, hypersensitivity reactions, inhibition of nerve cell development. Green number three, bladder and testes tumors are known dangers. Red number three, found to cause DNA damage in human liver cells in vitro comparable to the damage caused by a chemotherapy drug. It interferes with thyroid function and causes chromosomal changes. So what do we do after exposure? So to support the body after you've been exposed. Royal jelly and cod liver oil. It's been found in a rat study that these results conclusively demonstrate that royal jelly and cod liver oil administration provides sufficient protection against the effects of Tartrazine, that's yellow number five, on rat pups' brain tissue function and structure. Curcumin, which is also turmeric. I think curcumin is the plant that turmeric comes from or something. Um, Blending some natural food additives such as curcumin with diets containing synthetic dyes could moderate potential effects of these artificial dyes. Taurine. Taurine is showed 
is shown to reduce the caspase 3 cells in relation to the LPS group. A potential neuroprotective role of taurine can be seen since this amino acid was effective in protecting the cerebellum of rats against cell death and changes in glial and neuronal cells in the face of chronic recurrent neuroinflammation. And melatonin. The administration of melatonin to tartrazine administered in rats remarkably alleviated all the aforementioned tartrazine-induced effects. It could be concluded that melatonin has a potent ameliorative effect against tartrazine-induced neurotoxicity via the attenuation of oxidative, antioxidative responses. Castor oil packs magnesium to balance the blood sugar. Epsom salt baths, magnesium sulfate, sulfation pathways interrupted that are due to food dye exposure and biotoxin binders so there's ways to undo some of this potential damage that may have happened because of these red dyes so I also want to talk to you about the ingredient that they're using to make the coloring. And this is freaking nasty. This is disgusting. So this is part of what is happening with the red dye. So Tropicana is labeling their juice blends as 100%, but including the use of cochineal ac- extract as coloring. So cochineal extract is a red dye made out of dried female cochineal insects. Reports indicate it takes 70,000 cochineal to produce one pound of red dye. So if you look at the ingredients on Tropicana orange juice, which I will never drink again, and if it says, you can look in the ingredients, it'll tell you, cochineal extract, C-O-C-H-I-N-E-A-L, extract. This is an insect. They're smashing up these bugs and making red dye out of it, and they're putting it in our fucking food. And I'm looking at the um, label, and it's manufactured 
in Bradenton, Florida, and I'm in Florida. So that's just disgusting. So take a look at your ingredients. Cochineal extract, if it has that in there, mm, yeah, probably not a good idea. So also some other things that we need to know about. I touched on this before, um, but I'm just gonna reemphasize. Oh, and nut milks, these replacements such as oat and almond milk are inferior to real cow's or goat milk, which is why they are fortified with synthetic vitamins, which get stored in your liver as toxins. They also contain a number of added inflammatory ingredients such as seed oils and artificial thickeners. If you are lactose intolerant, it's best to go with a natural high quality coconut milk which avoids these and I also mentioned I think before but I'll just reiterate that also um, hemp milk or actually like raw milk which in our country like raw milk isn't even um, like legal I think they like illegalized it so um, but so like organic um, you know just again check the ingredients but not good for you unfermented soy soy is genetically modified and the form that they use is protein isolate which undergoes a processing and has heavy metals such as aluminum added to it soy is a natural Goitrogen, G-O-I-T-R-O-G-E-N, meaning it has the potential to impair thyroid function, increasing the risk of atherosclerosis and hormone disruption. If you want to consume soy, consume it traditionally prepared in a form where it has been fermented so unfermented soy not good if it has been fermented possibly acceptable the increased consumption of soy is directly linked to testosterone levels dropping from over 20 percent in the past 20 years and plant-based meat, and I've said this before and I will say it again, don't eat the fucking fake meat. Plant-based meat is a ultra-processed junk food unfit for human consumption. It is void of real nutrients and is largely made by GMO soy. It also lacks the nutrient and protein bioavailability of real meat that nature has provided us so perfectly with. Seed oils, artificial flavorings, stabilizers, and emulsifiers are just some of the toxic ingredients added to the majority of plant-based meat. The fact that many vegans purchase these meat imitations highlights their cravings for the real nutrition found in real animal foods. So, if you are living a vegan lifestyle 
you may want to reconsider if you're eating plant-based meat. That Beyond Meat, all of that, just total fucking garbage. Stop eating it. And then birth control. Birth control depletes all the essential vitamins and minerals. The nutrients to be impacted the most include B6, B9, B12, C, zinc, selenium, and magnesium. Studies have also emerged that women on birth control are more likely to pick a weaker and more effeminate man. Birth control is also known to cause oxidative stress, leading to chronic inflammation and potential side effects such as anxiety, depression, weight gain, hair loss, gut dysbiosis, and SIBO, S-I-B-O. I don't even know what that is. But I was also reading just the other day that depression is also linked to inflammation in the body and that there are um, potential decreases and depletions in zinc. Um, I know zinc, I think magnesium, and then the B6 and the B12s. So, antidepressants, they are not doing what people are hoping and thinking that they would. These antidepressants are not the cure-all. For decades, the public has been led to believe that depression is due to a chemical imbalance in the brain. On July 20th, 2022, Nature published a meta-analysis that serotonin theory of depression, a systemic umbrella review that concluded serotonin levels are not decreased in people with depression. So we're told this, and then we have these SSRIs, these tricyclics, which is Prozac, Paxil, Zoloft, and we're thought that increasing your serotonin is going to improve any depressive symptoms. It's important to recognize that this belief originated from the um, 1950s. Researchers knew the drugs increased serotonin So they outlined a model that explained depression as a serotonin deficiency based on the simplistic deduction. So when the first antidepressants, known as tricyclic antidepressants, were developed, it was thought that increasing the serotonin would improve one's depression. So that's where these tricyclics came from in the 1950s. In 1990, in early 2000s, after the invention of dozens of SSRIs, which is serotonin reuptake inhibitors, pharmaceutical companies used this incomplete model of depression in their advertising and the educational materials for physicians. The pharmaceutical companies 
marketed their drugs to physicians with explanations such as these drugs give patients more serotonin, which cures their depression. So they concluded that depression is due to a serotonin deficiency. Current research points to primary pathology in the limbic system, the circuitry in the brain responsible for memory, motivation, and behavior. In a 2012 paper in Science by Ronald Duman and George Agajanian, it was concluded that one of the chief characteristics of major depression is a loss of synaptic connectivity particularly atrophy of dendritic spines that is associated with decrease in neurotrophic factors like BDNF, as well as a decrease in overall metabolic, metabolic neuronal activity in the limbic system. <clears throat> Depression is also associated with reduced size of your prefrontal cortex in the hippocampus with decreased neuronal synapses in these areas. The paper, Synaptic Dysfunction in Depression, Potential Therapeutic Targets, had a few important takeaway points. And just to kind of reflect back, the prefrontal cortex, it shrinks when you're in survival mode and it's like your brain goes into safety mode the amygdala kicks in so you're in survival mode so if we're in fight or flight in a, which is a trauma response so again the root of all mental health is trauma so if you are in experiencing fight or flight your prefrontal cortex is it shrinks and that's um, understanding consequences to behavior in our rational thinking so that kind of like shuts off. So now they're finding that there's a connection to um, that part of the brain and the synaptic activity within depression. So number one, chronic unpredictable stress decreases neurogenesis, dendrite complexity in spine density in the prefrontal cortex. Number two, Chronic stress leads to hypertrophy, hypertrophy in the nucleus accumbens and the amygdala. The nucleus accumbens is responsible for motivation and reward, and the amygdala is the response for fear. In mice, seven days of 20 to 30 minute restraint stress led to atrophy of the prefrontal cortex and the, sorry, I'm struggling with the word, sorry, the prefrontal cortex pyramidal, pyramidal, P-Y-R-A-M-I-D-A-L, pyramidal neurons. Number four. Glucotor, oh my God, these words are just insanity. Glucocorticoids and or stress decrease BDNF in the prefrontal cortex and the hippocampus. 
An autopsy of people with depression shows a lower BDNF. A decreased BDNF leads to involution of neuronal processes, dendrite shrinkage, and synaptic terminal atrophy. Atrophy. Depressed people have lower counter-regulatory neurosteroids like allopregnanolone and dehydroepiandrosterone. <laughs> Lord have mercy, I am having a hard time with some of these big neuro words. Allopregnanolone is associated with abortion of depression and is infused postpartum to prevent postpartum depression. Prior studies have shown that antidepressants, exercise, and enrich environments increase dendrite complexity and synaptic density. Ideally, any mental illness should be treated holistically. There's strong evidence that a multimodal treatment, meaning medication plus therapy and exercise, can produce a more robust result. Medications can help the patient start their therapeutic process and enable them to re-engage with their life Patients should be encouraged to take further steps to regain control of their lives and take ownership of their healing. Adding exercise and psychotherapy to your daily life can provide lasting relief from a depressive episode. However, it is important to weigh the risks and the benefits of discontinuing medication therapy, especially if the risk of relapse is high. So obviously, this is not medical advice. I am a licensed mental health counselor. I do look at my clients as a whole person, mind, body, and spirit. And I do a lot of work holistically as a holistic healer. Psychiatric medications are not curative, so the medicine is not the cure-all. They could be better characterized as tools, which can help make the person more available to participate in things like therapy and exercise and making positive life changes. The limbic system changes in response to the increased serotonin. So there's a new flood of hormones. These changes are beneficial to depression, but as we know, it does not cure the primary cause or prevent depression from reoccurring. Antidepressants produce 50% reduction in symptoms in about two-thirds of cases of major depression, but produce remission in only about one-third. 
SSRIs are not a perfect solution, but they are certainly a good one for some people. Obviously, talk with your doctor. So, I wanted to share some of that. And I guess I have one more, and then I want to just touch on something else random that happened. So, also, your laundry detergent we want to avoid. So, Downy, Arm & Hammer, All, Gain, Extra, Tide, and Purex. Research has found that most popular laundry detergent brands contain toxic chemicals that cause skin reactions. One even releases a carcinogen chemical into the air. So, switch to a simple, all-natural detergent that keeps your clothes clean and your body safe and happy check the detergent look at the labels you may be exposing yourself and your family to toxins tide and other national brands have ingredients that cause eczema asthma allergies migraines skin disorders, hormone disruption, and even cancer. So stop washing your clothes with these detergents. Your body and your skin is the biggest organ, so whatever you put on your skin is being absorbed into your bloodstream. You can make your own detergent with white vinegar and essential oils. So all you need to do is take two cups of white vinegar in a glass jar and then add 20 drops of essential oil and then shake it and pour half a cup of the solution to your load of laundry and you can make your own dryer sheets. So in like a four ounce jar with a lid, take three to four thin slices of cloth add four ounces of vinegar and five drops of an essential oil. And then you can place the cloth into the dryer and then you can put it back in the jar when you're done. So four ounce jar with a lid, four ounces of vinegar, five drops of favorite essential oils for dryer sheets, two cups of white vinegar in a glass jar, 20 drops of your favorite essential oil and go ahead and clean your clothes that way. So I was talking before about the moon and how the moon isn't what we think it is. And ironically, last week on Friday, and this shit was so crazy how like random this was, but I was watching Ancient Aliens. So you can find the episode and um, there was this whole series in a two-hour episode about the moon and they were talking about how it was placed here by artificial intelligence and they used the word it was toad it was like toad here and I just thought it was so random that there was an episode about the moon and 
it was basically talking about how it was used as a satellite so that humans can be watched. So like is somebody watching us like an experiment from the moon? I don't know, but that was just crazy. So the moon isn't what we think it is. And then ironically, while I'm watching it, so on a commercial, I just flipped the channel and I went to the Simpsons and I'm watching the Simpsons episode and it randomly says something about, I think it was benzene chloride or something like that. And it was like, that's a a toxin and it's cancerous. So the Simpsons has been saying a lot of truth and of course they use humor to make it look like there is no truth behind it but maybe they're dropping truth bombs here and people are just not really wanting to pay attention so we got a lot of things happening here but I just wanted to come on and talk a little bit more about some of these um, poisons and toxins and things that are going on in the purchases that we are all using I guess that kind of covers what I wanted to touch on today. I'm thinking in the next few days there's going to be quite a bit happening. I'm pretty optimistic about this, but I don't know. We shall see. Uh, Lots of chitter-chatter out there. Lots of people talking. Apparently militaries in certain areas of the country. Some people said that they saw military walking in Boulder, Colorado. We got the National Guard in D.C. There's a lot of things going on. So there's going to be some big changes. And we shall see what happens over the next couple of days and into the new year. Stay grounded. Stay hydrated. Check me out on my website, jjlotustherapy.com. Lots of healing tools there for you if you want to use them. Sign up for my yoga I am here for the aftermath of what is likely going to happen because people are going to be shocked and dismayed. I am the Lotus. I come from the mud. I am here shining the light on the darkness and exposing all that has been happening. I hope everybody's well. Namaste.